All right. Um, hi, my name is Marissa. My name is Imani. Um, and we're talking about the documentary A Class Divided. So can you like just give like a brief summary of like what happened? Yeah. So basically, um, this teacher in 1968, uh, following the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr., um, gives an exercise to her students who are third graders in Iowa. They're all white. And she basically divides them um, by eye color. And for one day each, um, the people with blue eyes are uh, seen as superior, smarter, better. And then the next day, it's people with brown eyes that are seen as better. Um, and the people who are above on that specific day get uh, treated better. They get stuff like extra recess time. Um, and basically, just the students um, get to be in the shoes a little bit of what it feels like to be discriminated against. Okay, so how do you like explain like the behavior of the children, like the difference between like what they were experiencing? Um, so I think um, both groups of children, uh, when they were discriminated against, felt like they were alone or isolated and they didn't really have value as people because um, they were called names, treated poorly by other students as well as the teacher. Um, and especially being people like you're, you're taught to listen to your teacher and treat your teacher as a figure of authority. So when the teacher was telling them that they were inferior, they definitely lost their uh, sense of worth. Um, mm -hmm. And the other students who were on top, they felt a sense of superiority um, and power um, by being mean to the other students and violent towards the other students, even after having just been discriminated against. Mm -hmm. And how do you think that like correlated into their academic performance? Um, well, you could totally see the uh, effect it had on their academic academic performance, which was interesting because the people who were on top for the for the day performed much better academically than people who didn't, mm -hmm. uh, who were not on top. Um, and I thought it was interesting because it just correlate. It shows the how big of a correlation feeling self worth and feeling like you're deserving um, of respect plays into your idea of yourself and your self esteem. Mm -hmm. And how do you think, like, what do you think about, um, like, self-esteem and mental health, like, effect on your school performance? Like, what do you think about that? Um, if you're not, if you don't think you're confident in your abilities and you don't think you're able to do well at stuff, you're not going to. Because that's, I mean, the only thing that stops us from not doing well is not thinking we can do well. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're told you're less capable, that's going to negatively affect your performance. Okay. And then, um, how is racism and discrimination passed down from generation to generation? Um, I think definitely just between parents, uh, from parents to their children, and but it also can be passed like between children um, through media, um, through like the news and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, considering the reactions from the children and adults when participating in the experiment. Um, what kind of emotions were they like expressing and like how were people feeling? Um, so as children, the students felt like they were less deserving and they didn't feel like they deserved fair treat treatment. And they were pretty upset and like that the exercise was unfair. Um, mm -hmm. They felt looked down upon and humiliated. And I think as adults, their responses hadn't changed. They still felt the same um, when put in that situation. But then the adults at the seminar later on in the documentary, how do you think they're like, what were their reactions like? It was interesting because they had 
already formed their biases of what mm -hmm. was um, normal and what wasn't in terms of like societal organization, I guess. So they were more angry and mm -hmm. just like the kids were, I guess. Um, but they were angry that they, they felt like they weren't being treated equally and they felt like they deserved that. Um, so I, I guess in both groups, they were kind of just confused. Mm -hmm. um, so what messages pertaining to race did you learn at a very young age and how has it like influenced your life and how you grew up? Um, well, being black, um, I grew up learning like how my people have been discriminated. So I was like obviously trying my best to treat everyone equally and, like mm -hmm. their own individual person despite the influence that biases I formed, even towards other black people. But um, because I was raised in an environment where there weren't that many other black people, I didn't really exper experience racial grouping or um, different like yeah, groups being formed based on race. Um, so I think that affected my ability to treat other people equally and not discriminated against people because I wasn't around people that looked like me. Mm -hmm. And then what was like your big takeaway from this documentary? Um, for me, I just really resonated with the idea that if the minority speaks up, their decision to do so is used to prove their inferiority. Um, for like, because in the documentary, when uh, one of the blue-eyed adults spoke up and was like, this isn't fair, um, they were like, well, that's just a blue person thing to do. That's just why blue people are just angry. Um, and it reminded me like how like I can't be angry about anything legitimate and bring up being angry without being labeled as like the angry black girl or the angry black woman. Mm -hmm. And there's not really being in that position. It sucks because there's not really a way to prove that you are not in fact inferior. Um, mm -hmm. And over time, because you're trapped, you just start to actually feel that way about yourself. So that was just the big takeaway I got from that. That's all I have. Affected their self mm -hmm. That's all I have. So thank you. Thank you.